Lately, I've been reading the book How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicole LaPera, and she is known as the holistic psychologist on Instagram. She has incredible, incredible content. So make sure you follow her if you're not already. But there's something in the book that really stood out to me, and I felt strongly that I needed to share with the Good Space community with you listening to this. And it's because I started thinking about how do we regulate a hypervigilant nervous system? So a hypervigilant nervous system is where one constantly feels the need to be on the defense, to get in fight or flight mode. They don't feel safe in their environment. And it feels like everything triggers that feeling of not feeling safe. And so I have felt that for many years and have been working on it. And it was only until recently that this very clear verbiage came into my my radar, right? So hypervigilant nervous system, I hadn't heard that before. And it just hit the nail on the head for me. Like this is exactly what I've been experiencing. And so what it comes down to is first, I wanted to share what the sympathetic versus parasympathetic nervous system is and how the brain can use its reset to basically get to higher executive functions where we can feel safe and calm. So I'm going to like grab things from the book. I have it here in my hand as I speak about it. So hopefully this comes out somewhat making sense. So first we have this thing called the vagus nerve, which is from like the brainstem all the way down to, as I understand it, down to the base of your spine. And so it basically acts as a neutral break is what Dr. LaPera says it keeps us calm and open and helps us to be our most social selves. So when the vagus nerve is activated and it enters its defensive system, fight or flight responses can manifest themselves almost immediately. So as soon as it's activated, boom, you're in that fight or flight mode. So basically the vagus nerve is involved in both functions. It's there is a neutral break, keeping us calm and open when we're in homeostasis and it helps us be social. But then it also once activated, it triggers that defensive system. Basically, we want to make sure our vagus nerve is toned, that we're doing things to keep it in that neutral break scenario rather than the defensive fight or flight response. And so I want to break down those two systems just a little bit. I just think it's so interesting and hopefully this helps in some way. So the autonomic nervous system is constantly scanning our environment for cues And it uses something called neuroception, which is what Sarah Baldwin has talked about, who we've had on the podcast, and she's amazing. It's a sixth sense that operates outside of our conscious awareness to assess the environment, put people, places, and things in one or two boxes. I'm reading this from the book directly, so make sure you buy it if this is resonating for you. And so basically, neuroception is when we're like safe, unsafe, safe, unsafe. Like It's just a constant vigilance, right? When our autonomic nervous system sees a situation as safe, our vagus nerve tells our body to relax. And so that's when the parasympathetic nervous system, which is called the rest and digest system, kicks in. So the autonomic nervous system is like the umbrella, right? And then under that umbrella is the parasympathetic nervous system, which is rest and digest, which kicks in from the vagus nerve, telling us to slow down, to relax, to rest. Our smiles seem more authentic. Our voices sound melodic and friendly. Our hearing improves, which I thought was very interesting. And then we're better able to hear calm human voices. So fascinating. We're in a receptive state when we have the parasympathetic nervous system activated. Our resources are allocated to higher executive functions in the brain, such as planning for the future, self-motivation, problem-solving, and emotional regulation. Because when we're not consumed with survival, 
We're free to be our authentic selves. This is a state of play, joy, compassion, and love. These are all key states that Dr. LaPera says for achieving milestones in neurological and behavioral development in childhood. So very, very important process to be in and, you know, try to be a part of constantly. So that's the parasympathetic nervous system. So the other side, the other branch of the umbrella of the autonomic nervous system is the sympathetic nervous system. So when that's activated, the vagus nerve sends SOS signals to the sympathetic nervous system, making our hearts pump harder and faster. And then you get stressed and then the cortisol gets pumped. We literally experience the world differently when we are activated in this stress fight or flight response. Pain doesn't register. We focus on louder, more distressing sounds. We lose nuances in our sense of smell. Again, I'm just reading things from this book because it's just perfectly said. We grow dead-eyed, our brows furrow, our shoulders hunch, and we take on a defensive stance. Our voices sound unnatural, stressed out. Uh, The muscles of the middle ear close and we register only high and low frequencies. Like literally the craziest things are happening to our body. It's like we look hostile, grow angry, a friendly face is suspicious. Our body has primed itself for battle and on and on and on. Like she literally lists like a ton of other things. So people who struggle, she said, with an overactive sympathetic response system, what is known as poor vagal tone, report hosts of troubling issues. Some of the most common emotional and relational patterns include lack of emotional resilience, inability to form meaningful connections, issues with concentration, difficulty performing higher functioning cognitive tasks such as planning for the future, and trouble delaying gratification. So when I think of emotional resilience, that's basically like you are presented with a situation So how am I handling it? How am I getting back to homeostasis? How am I managing the situation? Usually when you don't have resilience, you just get triggered and out of control and it's hard to like bring yourself back down. The most interesting part to me, because I've read about these systems when I, you know, was in college getting my psychology degree and just throughout the years is that, and I I actually hadn't really been told this as explicitly as Nicola Perra does, but the defensive reaction that people have that we have is subconscious. Like it is not your conscious fault that it is happening. It's because your body is literally wired and primed to react in a defensive manner. And so it's no longer a conscious choice. And so that to me just gave me the biggest sense of freedom. Like, oh my gosh, I'm aware that this is happening. I'm aware that I'm a defensive and getting in fight or flight, but it's not literally something I can control. And so what I can control is toning that vagus nerve, learning to get in those calm states, figuring out what things help me to get back to that homeostasis and practicing it over and over and over. So essentially I can rewire my responses. So until that point, you know, my, my subconscious reaction is going to be the way it is. And so it releases the pressure. It releases the shame and guilt from a reaction that you may have that you don't want to have and that you didn't have a choice in. So it is really not even your choice. So I wanted to share this with you so that you could not only uh, understand maybe a little bit more about why you react the way that you do and the difference between parasympathetic and sympathetic nervous system. And then also that it's not your fault if you're not reacting the way you are. And just like Sarah Baldwin says, you make sense. You make absolute sense. And it's just a journey that we're on and we're walking each other home. And I hope that this planted a seed or gave you comfort in some way. And if you 
like what I shared, make sure you get How to Do the Work by Dr. Nicola Perra, and we will link that in the show notes so you can get it ASAP. All right. Have a good one.